Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. All right, everybody. I hope that you listened to the last episode about building up your faith in this season. It is back to school season and we are back in action. And that means many of you may be wondering, Where in the world do I go from here? Or maybe you're going, I had a plan, but it didn't work out. Or I'm not where I need to be. Or maybe you are further ahead than what you thought you would be. Congratulations for either one of you. Because let me tell you, I've sat in both places before. And I am here to share with you that it all works out. God says in Psalms 25, 4-5, Make your ways known to me, God. Teach me your paths, guide me in your truth, and teach me. You are the God of my salvation. I work for you all day long. And actually, it does not say I work for you all day long. (laughs) It says I wait for you all day long. Listen, we can have every single plan in place that we want to. And I talked about this the other day with one of my coaching clients. And this client is so receptive, so incredibly wonderful and brilliant at what she is doing and she has had a plan in place and that plan has taken her to such great measures however there are times when we need to look at our plan and say is this best for now i've worked this plan do i need to change it and let me tell you this is where people stop they stop sticking to their ideas they stop thinking about what the plan is and surrounding themselves with experts who can help them. Let me explain this to you. When I'm sitting down working with my coaching clients, we always put our plan in writing. I create a plan for them with them. We take our plan and we execute it until the next time that we meet again. Every time we put a plan in writing, Every single person who I coach that we have reoccurring meetings with, they are always taking this plan and putting it into action. Every time. Every time. For those who do not have an accountability partner, oftentimes they will take the plan that we put in writing and they'll start working it and then maybe they hit a roadblock or something becomes harder than what they anticipated and they will stop because they do not have the accountability on the other side. When I work with my coaching clients who are sticking to the plan, knowing that we're going to meet again, they always have profound results. Now, I will say, I know this in my own life because my husband and I have a coach as well. And every time 
we meet with him. He gives us a plan of action. My husband and I have accountability with each other. And then the next time we meet with this coach, we know we've got to have our homework done. Putting your plan in writing is so important, but that's not the most important part alone. You must be persistent in this plan and be willing to rework the plan when it is not being effective. So you put your plan in writing. I do this with my coaching clients. We profit by God's law. We convert the unseen into seen. We speak things into existence. Every time you have your plan in writing, you are more likely to succeed. It gives you a definite concrete form for this intangible desire that you have. Now, with this being said, you can put their plan in writing and I will tell you that a lot of us will get stuck by analysis paralysis and we won't put our plan in writing. And I have stopped doing that. I have stopped I, because I am totally guilty of that. I will set and think about the perfect plan and I won't put it down until I feel like it's perfect and it's absolutely going to work. And I have found that every time I do that, I hit myself in the head against a wall because I am trying to just create this plan without knowing if it's going to work or not. And then I get in fear mode. And I go back to that scripture that I had just read. God, make your ways known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. You are the God of my salvation. I will wait for you all day long. We're going to wait on God to direct our paths, but we have to put a plan in place. Just like you're going traveling. All right, I want to go to Colorado. Great. Now, God's got to direct our paths in order to do that. But we have to at least put a plan down in writing and then let him guide our paths. Do we need to go left? Do we need to go right? Do we need to stop? Do we need to back up a little bit? Do we need to go faster? Let him direct our paths. So the question is, do you have a plan in place? If you don't, go ahead and just write down a plan, even if you don't know if it's going to work or not. At least you've got some direction. And then here's what you have to do. You have to stick to your ideas and you cannot pay attention to all the other people who are going, going on around you. There are times where I have to say, I've got to stop listening to this person. I've got to stop for a minute and I got to focus. I got to get laser focused. I've got to stop paying attention to who's building what and who's doing this and who's got it faster and who's got it better. No, that will direct yourself into a bad position. Now, there are times when you can look for, for situations for inspiration, but there are times if you feel like you are in analysis paralysis because you're watching what everybody else is doing and you can't figure out a plan to get to where they're going, you need to stop, close the laptop, turn off the phone, turn off the podcast, and get yourself a plan for action. Listen, we have a specialized project ahead of us. We have to be organized and we have to be intelligently directed through practical plans of action. This is how we accumulate what we are working for. And I will say that as we are specializing in creating a business of a special service, we need to make sure that we are surrounding ourselves with experts or people who have gone ahead of us who can do what we can't, which is to help us get a plan in place. We need to create an idea and put our idea into operation. And if you don't know how to do that, you you must. It is absolutely imperative. This is not because of my own experience. This is the coaches that I have that I have 
worked in collaboration with. These are books that I've read. You cannot do this alone. You must find someone who will help you create ideas and put your ideas into place. And I can tell you year after year, this is ever so crystallizing in my brain. Because even with the growth of our school, there is no way I could have done this alone. I have a team of amazing teachers, of amazing people, and I could not have done it without them. Was there a plan in place to hire? Yes. Was there a plan in place for growth? Yes. But you better believe I did not do this alone. So I want you to understand that you must have a mastermind group. You must have people beside you. And it doesn't have to be 7, 20, 50, 100 people. You just need at least one to two people who can create an accountability plan for you. Bring people into your plan. So you've created this plan. And knowing that you are engaging in an undertaking of major importance. And to ensure success, you have to have a practical plan. You must have the advantage of education and natural ability, which you do have. And the imagination of other minds. This is where it gets so good. I'll meet with my my coaching clients and I'll say, all right, let's go back to the plan. What's working? What's not? All right, let's re-energize ourselves. This is how we're going to tweak it. Let's move into this direction now. And they're like, okay, I got a plan. I have got so much more clarity. Yes, I'm going to do it. Yes, I'll follow up with you. Yes, this is what makes things happen. You can create your own plan, but you have to get it checked and approved by other people. And it doesn't have to be a perfect plan. Maybe you don't even have a plan. The first thing to do is to get a plan. The next thing to do is to get a person, a plan and a purpose. That's what you need. And then this is what is so critical, friends. If your plan doesn't work, you have to keep replacing it until it does work. This is where people fail. They do not have persistence. So listen to this. I did not make this. I, I, did, I did not get this from anybody. God gave this idea to me. A plan, a person or people, and persistence. This is how this is going to work. You have to have persistence in creating new plans if what you created does not work. So if you're going, well, I had this plan to get this many students or to market this way, but it didn't work. Go back to the plan. Rework it. Create a new plan. Let's go. Let's not fall into the pit. We got a plan, we got a person, we've got persistence, but we're not in the pit. Can you believe that all those P words just came? Like, you know that's God. You know that's God. So, a plan, a person to keep you accountable, or people, persistence. When it doesn't work, you try again. When it doesn't work, you fix it. When when it's working, you keep going. You're persistent. That is what gets us out of the what? Out of the pit. Proverbs 24 says, if you do nothing in a difficult time, your strength is limited. So if you're doing nothing right now, if you're squandering, if you don't have a plan in place, that's number one. Number two, if you don't have a person, get the person. Hire the people. Hire the coach. Get what you need. Number three, keep going. Keep being persistent. If your plan's not working, change it. If your plan needs tweaking, tweak it. If your plan needs accountability, get the accountability person, but get out of the pit or prevent yourself from falling in the pit. Ooh, this was good. Remember your three P's, plan, person, persistence. Let's do it. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. 
I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.